What's crack? Big dogs. Welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to the headquarters. My name is Nicholas. This is BDGE Big Dogs. Gotta eat. And this is the first of two videos that we drop every Tuesday. Make sure you subscribe to tune in to the feature films every Tuesday. We are doing a running back waiver wire video for week five of fantasy football, which is what you're tuning into right now. And then after this, in a couple hours, we will drop the wide receiver slash this is a tight end week as well because we got about four or five of them dudes scrapped up that we want to get onto our team. So just the pass catchers, we'll put it that way. Pass catchers will be in a couple hours. So again, make sure you subscribe so that you get a notification when that drops. This week, we've got we've got a little, uh, little interessante sauce that we could sprinkle on top of the waiver wire this week because we've got some injuries to a couple starting running backs. Y'all know the deal. We're going to tuck our shirt in. Stop yelling. Let's eat. We also drop an in-depth waiver wire article and fab guidance article up on the membership website. If you are not already a member, a big dog or a goat member, head over to bdge.store forward slash community. We'll be linked down below. That'll get you our waiver wire and fab guidance article. That'll get you access to our Q and assaults, which is our private live stream every Saturday where you all can answer me your sit-star questions. That gets our weekly in-season rankings. In the off-season, you'll get access to our dynasty and rookie rankings. You will also get access to BDGE Dynasty Startup Leagues in the offseason if y'all are trying to mess with the Dynasty Leagues. Got a lot of good shit going on, on the site. So BDGE.store forward slash community. Let's talk about the waiver wire. So the first big injury occurred in the Chicago Bears game. We got David Montgomery going down with what is believed to be a semi-minor knee injury. They wiped ACL off the table, so it will not. It doesn't look like it's going to be a season-long ending injury. It doesn't look like it's supposed to be that serious. What I've what I've read about, I do know actually how to read, despite popular belief. What I read online is not supposed to be too serious. Probably an MCL sprain, some kind of knee sprain, which most of the time is not that big of a deal. We've seen a lot of a lot of running backs deal with MCL sprains over the last few years. Typically, it's one, two weeks, and by the third week or so, they're back. They're full strength. This is not an injury that typically lingers. This can be a grade two MCL sprain, though. If it's a more serious aspect to it, that will keep somebody usually out in the three to six week range. So we'll have to get more news on whether or not this is a grade one or grade two. But again, this is not supposed to be too, too serious of an injury. So it's probably grade one, which will be one to two weeks for David Montgomery, his backup. Mr. Damian Williams uh, will be like the every down player pretty much. He did bruise his quad, and that's also supposed to be uh, a pretty non-serious injury. So if David Montgomery were to miss a couple weeks, you'd have Vegas in week five. You'd have Green Bay in week six. So neither of those are scary matchups for running backs. Damian Williams would probably be a nice little RB2 in your fantasy lineups. Uh, he's not someone I'm blowing the fab on because, again, David Montgomery will probably be back in a couple weeks. Depending on severity, y'all will probably know more about David Montgomery's injury by the time you tune in to this television show. If you're enjoying the show or if you do enjoy the show, make sure you hit the thumbs up button right down below. Just scroll down. It's, it just looks fucking just like that. All right, just click it. Just fucking click it. Uh, so Damian Williams would be the number one target for me. We also have another injury to a starting running back who I own way too many, way too much stock of, and that's Mr. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is dealing with some kind of ankle sprain. He he suffered it in the Thursday night football game. They're talking about it's a low ankle sprain. It's a high ankle sprain of the low severity. They're just throwing around highs and lows right now. It's like Empire of the fucking Sun. It's not supposed to be that serious, but he's week to week, which does sound the alarms in my head. Okay. 
Problem is, like behind him, it's Samaji P. Ryan, who has been out snapping Chris Evans uh, in this week's game when Joe Mixon was out. Samaji P. Ryan out snapped Chris Evans 16 to 2. So he's clearly the RB2 here. He's clearly the backup. However, I do think Chris Evans is going to play a pass catching role in this Bengals offense if Joe Mixon misses time. I expect Joe Mixon to miss one week from everything I've read, from everything I've heard. Probably a one week absence, lengthiest two weeks. But even at that, this is not necessarily, you know, like Samaji Pirine is going to, if he does what Joe Mixon does, you're getting eight points in your lineup. And I expect it to be more of a committee with Pirine and Chris Evans than it was with Joe Mixon and everybody else because Joe Mixon was getting 80% of the touches. And that's probably not going to be the case for the backfield here in Cincinnati. They have on their schedule week Bay, week six, Detroit. So it is a nice little slate of games there. Uh, however, I expect this to be a high scoring game in Green Bay. Uh, they're in Cincinnati, but against Green Bay should be a lot of passing volume there. I don't expect them to lean on the run. No reason to when they've got Joe Burrow heating up. We got Jamar Chase uh, on his thing. We've got Tyler Boyd heating up. T Higgins should probably be bike soon. So uh, Samaji P. Ryan is not a guy I'm necessarily excited about. It might be like more of a desperate flex play if you want to probably get like 15 to 17 touches, which obviously you can do a lot worse, but he'll average like 3.2 yards per carry. He'll do exactly what Joe Mixon does. All right. And Chris Evans will take the pass catching work. So not too excited. A couple of guys that are most likely off your waiver wire, but they if they are available, you've got Latavius Murray and you've got James Conner. I think both of them are like flex plays. Uh, both of them will get decent goal line work. They'll get the goal line work in their offense, but both of them have mobile quarterbacks who, you know, coin flip it out to see who actually ends up running it in for the touchdown. So in good game scripts, you're going to see a lot of Latavius Murray like we saw on Sunday. You're going to see a lot of James Conner like we saw on Sunday. If they get on the one or two yard line and they want to decide not to fuck around with the quarterback, then these guys are going to score the touchdowns. Latavius Murray 18 carries. Tyson Williams, healthy scratch. I have no idea what they're doing, letting Le'Veon Bell and Devonta Freeman run around like a bunch of little fucking minions on the field. No need for that shit. Tyson Williams has been the best back, but he's a healthy scratch, so we're just going to follow what they're doing. Follow the actions. Not what they say. Watch what they do. Tyson Williams, healthy scratch, leads the way for Latavius Murray to be the guy here. So if Latavius Murray is available, you pick him up over James Conner. Okay, but James Conner also probably needs to be rostered because he's getting all the goal line work. Got 18 touches. I don't expect that to be the case most times, but he has a time and place in an offense that scores a whole lot of points. All right. Three other backs I think you should probably have on your radar. You have Alex Collins, who's starting to eat in a little bit more into Chris Carson's workload. Looked very good. Honestly, he actually looked better than Chris Carson on Sunday, but like I'm not here to say Chris Collins or I'm not here to say Alex Collins is better than Chris Carson. Man, that's a lot of fucking football action there. Chris Collins, Chris Carson, Alex Collins. What I could say is they all fucking stink for fantasy right now, all three of them. Now, Alex Collins actually looked pretty good on Sunday. Uh, ripped in a 14-yard touchdown run, but like, you know, next week he can go four for, for 13 on the ground, and then you can drop him after that. So not a priority. Jeremy McNichols, also not a priority. I know you're going to see the box score, see that he led the Tennessee Titans in receiving work. Uh, Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, one of them will be back sooner rather than later, and I just don't think it's I, – I think Derrick, Derrick Henry will continue to dominate that backfield. And I, it's just a, a one-off game where I don't expect McNichols to put up more than three or four catches a game if they continue to have no personnel to run out on the outside so not getting too excited about him ppr wise though if i'm going to pick up a running back this week and he's kind of like off kilter running back it's going to be brandon bolden of the patriots we saw him take over the james white role it was jj taylor at first lose a costly fumble he's going to be in the doghouse for uh, a century or so so i expect brandon bolden to be the third down guy i expect damon harris to bounce back though he will be a trade target for me damon harris four carries nobody else had more than one carry also caught two of two targets for 30 yards just an awful showing but it was against the Buccaneers so better days ahead for the Patriots backfield but it looks like it's going to be split up between Damian Harris and Brandon Bolden going forward so if you're deeper into PPR leagues 
That's what you're looking at right now. So Damian Williams, Samaji P. Ryan, James Conner, Latavius Murray, Alex Collins, Brandon Bolden, and not really Jeremy McNichols. But if you want Derrick Henry, maybe you want to roster McNichols as a handcuff or some shit like that. All right. So I want to get you a, a quick one out for today. If I missed anything, I apologize. These are usually like kind of off the rip based on all the research I did on Monday morning. I filmed these Monday afternoon. They go out Tuesday morning for y'all as always. So again, if you want to continue to watch these, hit the subscription button down below. Thumbs up if you enjoyed the video and, uh, and go check out our community, bdge.store forward slash community. Get you in the discord, get you yapping away with everybody else here. All right, we out of here. Peace. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.